Welcome back to another episode of Two Dudes Watch Cartoons, the podcast where two dudes, that's us, watch cartoons. My name is Alex. And my name is Evan. And today we have a very exciting episode for you. Honestly, I'm I'm a little bit nervous. I'm very excited, uh, mostly nervous. But we are joined today by Karen Chi, comedian Hi. and writer from Late Night with Seth Meyers. That's totally fine. Yes. Karen, how are you doing? <laughs> Uh, thank you for coming on the pod today. Oh my gosh, I'm good. Well, I was going to actually apologize because I feel like Evan, I'm such a fan of Evan's like cartoons that I feel like I've known him a while. Well, thank you. And you then realized I've never met him before. But when I saw your, I saw you post about the SpongeBob episode, I just like DM'd Evan being like, if you ever want anybody to talk about Arthur. And I was like, oh man, I'm bothering this person. Not but thank at you all. for having me. We love having people come on and talk about cartoons. That's, I mean, that's what we do here. And Arthur is a staple when it comes to animation. So I'm a excited. We, I don't think we, I don't know we've ever, not to throw insult to Arthur, I don't know we've ever considered it. But once it was brought up, I was like, why haven't we covered this yeah. before? So I'm excited. I'm so excited. I love Arthur so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, mm -hmm. yeah, you did. You came in with a very specific pitch. You volunteered Arthur. You said, if mm -hmm. you ever need someone to talk Arthur, I'm always screaming about Arthur, which begs my first question. What exactly are you screaming about Arthur all okay. the time? <laughs> Truly something embarrassing is that for a while... When I used to be more active on Twitter, I would just tweet about how much I loved Arthur to the point where mm -hmm. people at Arthur reached out to me being like, if you're ever in Boston and want to visit, let me know. And I was like, I absolutely would love to. And I was in Boston maybe like a year after that. So I went and got to see the offices, which got to say, not as exciting as you would think. It's just an office. <laughs> <laughs> but if they're listening, I was so excited. And then I got merch. They like sent me like a DW doll and like, books and dvds i was just like i'm thrilled and also mortified that i'm like an adult woman <laughs> stop Wait, i have a question on this yeah one. yeah of course when you say you were just tweeting about how much you love arthur like so much like now are, are, do you have like viral tweets that are going like what there's do they do this to every fan like i don't i'm so confused by this I, that's such a great question i don't think they do it to every fan i think it's more that so it began <laughs> it began because the Arthur account would tweet stuff like, happy birthday to everybody born in April. And then I would reply like, thank you so much, but my birthday's in February. <laughs> so like this, and they'd be like, have a great like ice cream Sunday day or something. And then I'd post a picture with me and ice cream being like, thank you. And, I see. Yeah. And I think it was very clear that I was um, neither a child nor the parent of a child. But, so you um, were Arthur's reply guy. I was. Yeah. And Number it worked. One, Stan. So reply, reply guys everywhere, guy, but... it works. Yeah, it mm -hmm. works, it works. I, yeah, I got invited to visit his home is what happened. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That must be why PBS is always fundraising. They they want to upgrade the yeah. Arthur office in Boston. <laughs> so donate to PBS. Yeah, next time mm -hmm. I go, they're like loaded. It's just a mm -hmm. personal elevator for everybody. <laughs> so... You came in and you mentioned there was two episodes you wanted to cover. So I watched both of them. I watched actually the full episode because when you get into Arthur, it's usually two yes. 11, 12-minute episodes. I 
miss this era of cartoons where it's like one and two. And now that we've done SpongeBob and this so recently, yeah, I am fully on board that cartoons need to bring this back. I don't yeah. know what it is. I miss it. It's so good. And they just pack in so many jokes sometimes into these little, so many joke stories. Like it's really impressive writing. It, it reminds me of it's not exactly the same, but like how Vine was only seven seconds. You needed to get your message and punchline out as fast as possible. It's kind of what these 11, 12 minute episodes remind me of. And I'm, I, I love it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I fully I fully agree. Did you grow up watching Arthur? Like what spot does it hold in your heart? Why is Arthur oh, so important to you? Arthur is the biggest spot in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I truly I love Arthur. Oh, God, I have to stop saying that. But um. I watched, I'm trying to think. So my parents were very wary of television, I think, as a thing. And so mm. they were very strict in terms of screen time growing up. So my brother and I were only allowed to watch like a half hour a day. And it was only after like homework was after whatever. We generally, mm. I think, weren't allowed to watch TV on weekdays. Could only watch on the weekends. And then we also didn't have cable. I think we only had the very basic thing, which included PBS Kids. And my mom was very into making sure that everything we watched was somewhat educational and mm -hmm. not like dumb or wasting our time or anything like that. So I ended up just watching Arthur from the age of, I don't know, like for as long as I can remember, um, until like eighth grade. That was like the only show that I really watched. Um, and yeah, I think I, I, I like keep watching it because they... Mm -hmm only finished making new episodes like a year ago or two years ago now. Mm. And so if I was ever having like a hard time in college, I'd be like, oh, time to catch up on Arthur. <laughs> I love that. I totally understand that I have shows like that. And what a nice one that it was so long standing and running yeah. because like you said, it ended in February of 2021. Yeah. And that was really shocking to me, but like in a really cool way. I was like, yeah. wow, I had no idea this had gone on so long. And when I was just looking at all the seasons, because I... Like you, I watched a decent amount of Arthur as a kid. It was a, a station my parents were very okay with me watching PBS. Yeah, yeah. So it was just on quite often. And then I had a younger brother who liked yeah. Arthur. So I ended up watching it a little when I was older too. So mm -hmm. I feel like I caught a decent amount of Arthur in my childhood. But going back and watching this episode, it has been years since I've watched anything Arthur related. The, the first one I watched was The Blizzard. The joy I got from watching this. So yeah. you were like how your, your parents wanted like something that was like educational. This was like while it was like teaching like life lessons and like about community and like it related to the pilgrims. Like it was just so charming and like funny and heartwarming at the same time. I live in Arizona, so I don't have to deal with the snow anymore. Yeah. But that whole episode, I was like stressed about the yeah. snow. And so <laughs> I like I, I like couldn't believe how all these years later I was almost like touched by the the mysticism of Arthur. I was like, wow, this is like really well done for a show. So the first one is Blizzard, which was season yeah. four, episode five, and Blizzard yeah, is the yeah. first half of it. Is there a particular reason this episode stands out to you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, this was just one of the ones um, I grew up in the Bay Area in California. And so we also didn't have snow. And the idea of a blizzard felt so exciting to me. Like I couldn't imagine a natural disaster that would bring people together in that way. Having just, you know, never <laughs> I've never thought of that as a potentially scary thing when I was little. And so when I think back on like classic Arthur episodes, there are so many. But this one I like because you see so many characters all interacting at once and they each have their own clear perspective 
their own mm-hmm. clear little like joke thing. And you're right, kind of what you were saying earlier. Uh, when I was rewatching it, I was like, I can't believe how many little jokes are in this little 11 minute section. Yes. And it, like, not to get too serious about it, but watching it as an adult, I was like, oh my gosh, there's like class consciousness in here, right? You're like, there's that yes. wealthy family, but oh in the idea of like natural disasters come for us all, like they also are having a hard time. And yeah, yeah, it was, no, it's great. I- I was blown away by how, I don't want to say adult it really was, but like there was so many different things you can learn about like society as a whole. Like you said, just like the wealthy family. And then even when they come over and he's like, did you bring those eggs, milk and and all those supplies? He's like, no, I left it at home. Why? He's like, so it it was really, and then I, I don't know, like you said, how it touched on literally everybody in the town and the way it jumped, like. I'm not saying like the the um the the flow of it wasn't choppy at points, but it was really, really well done. Getting so many different stories jam packed into this this tight twelve minute episode, it was we got to see what everyone in the town was doing, and we got to see them inevitably all come together. So it was I was very blown away just by like the writing of of this mm-hmm. episode. And a lot does happen in this yes. episode. I was like surprised they will like cut to a scene of two characters mm-hmm. talking for like two or three lines and then jump to yeah. it the next scene of different characters and a very this is where it and i'm not sure that this episode is based on one of the art arthur books specifically but this is one where i very much felt that like this feels like flipping through uh a, a storybook yes. and I'm like okay this is yeah. what arthur is doing on this page and this is what binky's doing on this page so we uh, alex and i actually both grew up in michigan so we're not foreigners to to snow days but that's the the idea that that isn't something that you had come across yeah. or experienced as a child uh mm-hmm. is pretty wild to me just because the like the joy and suspense of waking oh. up in the morning and like you yeah. know there's a big snow and you're checking the local listings uh at mm-hmm. the earliest news broadcast to see it, it's it so really counterintuitive the snow days are the days you would wake up the earliest to like see if school was off you'd have to check the news or yeah they had it on the radio and one thing that continued to happen throughout this whole episode that I'm not going to lie was just like comedy gold was the weatherman was always 100% yes. wrong. The weatherman <laughs> was ne- never had a correct prediction the entire episode. And it was yeah. hilarious. He wake up and they're like, the snow's going to stop soon. Like no school canceling says at this moment. And just as a kid, you're just like, like, what do you mean <laughs> school's not canceled? Even um, it's not DW. I'm sorry. It's his friend Fran- Francine. She's like, I didn't do my homework. Yeah. This is okay. So this show uh-huh. was so real. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Like Arthur, like being afraid of school, like D- like Francine being like, I didn't do my homework because I was sure it was going to be a snow day was words I've said at least like seven <laughs> times in my yeah. life. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I'm so jealous at the idea of waking up and thinking maybe there's no school because of snow. Mm-hmm. It seems like the most magical thought process. Yeah. I've never had that before. But, yeah, I think the weatherman, the meteorologist, is so funny. Uh, one of my favorite things in Arthur is, like, they clearly show adults in positions of power that should not be there. And even the kids are like, this guy is kind of dumb. And I love that because I think when you're a kid, you you kind of sometimes sense that. But yes. everyone tells you that adults are always correct. So it's fun to see it mm. on a show, like, confirming your suspicions that some adults should shut up. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, 
the teachers yeah. at the school were literally so funny to me. They're trying yeah. to unfreeze the pipes, and then the one's like, "I'm so hungry," and he goes, "I hate school." That's the and Mr. Rapper, he doesn't mean it. Like <laughs> whispering to the school. It's legitimately funny. There's so many parts of Arthur where I'm like, "Oh, I think this is actually exactly my sense of humor now as an adult." <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. I'm so grateful for it. I was wondering, Karen, you, you still then probably aren't dealing with any snow from your childhood. Evan, and you maybe this probably doesn't apply now. Do adults get snow days? I, I moved out of Arizona the second I could. Or excuse me, I moved to Arizona the second I could out of Michigan. D does work ever cancel for snow? I don't know that work does, but like, you know, I mean, I work from home permanently. So That's I mean, this I is one of the bullshit things is now. like I live in the suburbs outside of Detroit uh, and even though I work remote, I still have to shovel the driveway before. Like, I, <laughs> I'd be so mad. I go dude. to work, which is pretty uh, absurd. Um, but I think with remote work, like kinder Those employers days are gone. will be like, you know, you don't have to come into the office today or something mm -hmm. along those lines. Man, um, I guess my reason for asking was I miss snow days because, like you said, yeah. there's just some sort of that's like the only reason to enjoy the snow. Like, there's yeah. literally no other reason besides like. Hey, I might not get school tomorrow. And so I guess this mm -hmm. is a good time to bring up when I was in like ninth grade, 10th grade, I created a like, I don't even know what you were back then. They were like Facebook, not groups, but like pages. If you remember, you would like a page and you would see like updates from them. And I had one that I ran that was just called we love snow days and it got like 20,000 like it got like it was like really getting up there like and people just would like go to it and like pray for snow days the next day that's so wholesome oh my I, know. Gosh, I, I know i don't know what no. happened to it i'm like i didn't think about it till today i have not thought about that page in like years until today i was like oh man i do love snow days no i love that that was like such a good era of social media i feel where mm -hmm. people were just expressing their most wholesome, earnest um, yes. wants or needs. Like, I remember liking a page that was like, I flip over the pillow yeah. to get to the <laughs> cool side. Do you know what like, I The cool I side exactly of the... I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, and I remember being like, I do this. I didn't know other people did this. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the first time you're like, oh, this is a relatable thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like the start it's of so memes, nice. honestly. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I mean, but instead of laughing, everyone's like, yes, yeah. I understand where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. There was one also who was like, uh, when you lie to everyone in class and say you don't have any more gum when you only have one more piece or something. Yeah. I was like, oh, I have done that. I was like, oh my God, I literally have done that. So that's yeah, so it's good. Funny. classic stuff. Mm -hmm. But so the snow day in this one goes from like fun, you know, they're playing in the snow to like pretty terrible pretty quickly. Yeah, I think something that Arthur does really well is that they take genuinely potentially scary situations for kids. And then they don't shy away from how scary it is, but then talk about mm -hmm. the plus side of it. Like when I was going through, I, Evan, I really put a lot of thought into which episodes to do because there are a couple That's where awesome. like one is one focuses on like um, Buster's parents getting divorced. There's another mm. one with uh, where the lunch lady gets cancer, yeah. like really yeah. intense wow. topics for, yeah, for little kids. And yeah, and I think it's them just being like, you know, little kids also obviously face things that could be very scary we just want them to get to experience it secondhand first so that when it does happen they feel prepared emotionally uh and the way that arthur's parents handle the snow day i was like that's so nice what a great positive take on this horrible situation mm -hmm. yeah and did does, you guys like the episode 
Mm-hmm. This I, I thought you I picked a great watched Arthur in forever, and it's one of those weird things because Arthur, I, I mean, just through Twitter and like the meme of his Arthur's fist, fist. yeah, this one <laughs> um, is uh, like so it's he's in the zeitgeist in in a way, but I haven't like sat down and watched Arthur in forever. Yeah, um, I was surprised at how funny the show is. I wrote down like, a ton of funny things. To, yeah. Yeah. Can I let me tell my first one uh, where I actually had to pause and laugh because I, I like didn't want to miss what was going on. But so they're doing a Ouija board and she's like, it's going to continue to snow for the next six hours and you're going to fail all your college classes or whatever. And he's like, I need to hear this from a professional. And he turns on the radio and the, the weather guy says the exact same thing. I was like, oh, that's comedy. And like I said, they just would fire these off and like, it is more like a life lesson of the blizzard, but man, they weren't afraid to like do some really funny stuff. It's mm-hmm. so funny. It that was such a good moment, also because like you can see the brain being like, "Oh my god!" And then I think yeah. that pays off at the end of the episode too, right? Where um, yeah. she's like, "Oh, it's gonna clear up," and he's like, "No, it's not." And then it like mm-hmm. actually clears up, and then it does. Yeah, I like that so much. There's a. Uh, it's really funny watching shows like Arthur now as a TV writer because when I go back, I'm like. The magic of it is that it never feels like any of the dialogue is moving the plot along. Like, I think that's just the marker mm. of really good dialogue is it just feels like they're always hanging out. And it feels like all the dialogue is for fun. It's funny. It's throwaway lines. But it actually progresses really quickly. Um, mm-hmm. The story progresses really quickly. And so many characters are introduced, but you never feel overwhelmed. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm so glad yeah. you both liked it. No, I totally agree with what you're saying is there were so many characters and even though I haven't watched Arthur in so long, you get their you you get their perspective, you get their personality in just these little clippets. Oh, and I just have to say like the theme song. We we haven't even touched on the theme song yet. The yeah. theme song I'm I'm I, so um I want to say it was like 2015, 2014 when Chance the Rapper like yeah. remade Arthur's theme song and it uh, it made me revisit the theme song because someone goes like oh yeah like well the arthur theme song's a reggae song and i was like well, what did you just say to me i was like no it's not and i went and re-listened to it and i was like oh my god it 100% is a reggae song how have i never noticed that and so the very first line to me i love so 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 much though he goes when you're walking down the street everybody that you meet and then it it chooses to forego the rhyme scheme just to make the point of everybody has an original point of view. <laughs> I was blown away. I was like, you cannot tell me the target demo is five-year-olds for this. That is so deep. That is so deep and such a nice reminder at the ripe age of 29. Everybody mm-hmm. I meet does have an original point of view. Yeah. yeah, no, it's true. I think that maybe is a really good point. I think all the little, all the characters on the show that are supposed to be kids are essentially just adults, right? And I remember when I was a kid feeling like, ah, oh, yeah, I could be an adult. I could hang with yeah. the adults. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, I and too. I think they actually, yeah, do that so well. It's it's so great. I wonder if that's why kids really like it. But even now, mm-hmm. as an adult, I'm like, oh, this is a great show. I'm not mm-hmm. bored by it. Yeah. Yeah. When the Chance version came out, uh, I, I did set it as like my alarm clock ringtone. <laughs> and I, no. That probably stood for like a year. <laughs> I was like, yes. man, I'm just waking up with such year? a positive outlook. Wait, that makes me yeah. so happy. <laughs> but now when you hear it, does it cause you to like sweat a little? You're like, I'm awake, I swear. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, man, 
I, uh, it was that was before like Chance the Rapper kind of became Chuggy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, no, but, uh, he's cool. We love him. <laughs> we love him. Um, no, the yeah. the theme song is great, and it's actually a huge influence when I was coming up with the original theme song for our podcast. Like I wanted it, and, and the new version of it is like the I wanted new... to be sound big and like approachable and fun and and like warm and inviting like believe, the art the, the the, our new version of our theme song sounds just like not just like it but we were just listening to it and i was like oh this is like the art of the theme song your theme song is so good by the way that's it's all so great. thank you that's oh all my gosh Evan. well He's that, very I really, talented hopefully chance the rapper song. will cover your theme song yeah. you should yeah. have him yeah. on next please, please. <laughs> i take back yeah. what i said I fingers still crossed he takes <laughs> it all back he takes it back <laughs> Oh man, um, it is a really good theme song. Sorry, go ahead. I feel like I keep no, cutting you. You're off. fine. You are totally fine. Um, I I wanted to know. So, I, I'm, are you based out of New York uh, for the show? When when yeah. was the first time you experienced like a, a big oh. snow? Oh wow, what a fun question. So I well, our family is Korean American, and we went to Korea a lot growing up, basically every winter. So I did experience mm-hmm. snow often when I was there. But I never experienced it when I was supposed to be at school. And so I think that was the main thing. Um, And I don't think we ever – it gets really cold in Korea, but I don't think we ever had a scary storm situation. Mm -hmm. And that is what I wanted. Like, as a kid who didn't (laughs) understand why that was scary, I was like, I want all the power to go out. Like, I I remember the closest one is um, in elementary school – oh, gosh, maybe I was four or five when – there used to be statewide blackouts because of Enron, I think. Dude. Although now yeah. that I say it out loud, it sounds like a lie, but I think that's true. <laughs> and I remember I, the lights would I've go out. I've heard that. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, I remember the lights would go out and I'd be like, oh, game time. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, yeah, we're this gonna is get, what I've been waiting for. Uh-huh. We're going to get candles. We're going to get blankets. We're going to get food. And my parents would just be like, we're in the Bay Area where it's like room temperature <laughs> weather. Like, we're not cold. We're going to be fine. Put that fire out. I'm sweating. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think that's sort of, I didn't get big snow until until I became an adult and like came to the East Coast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Evan, I didn't even think about this till Karen was just going through that. But do you remember when we were in um, in Baldwin when the the snowstorm knocked out our heat? and yeah, we. brutal. We uh, so we're roommates at this time, and it is devastatingly cold, and it's the middle of the night, and so nothing's coming back on. And so we like got all four of us, and we like closed these doors in our living room that never moved, and we put a bunch of space heaters, which is so weird. Our power was working, but the heat what? wasn't. The furnace, was, yeah. yeah, the furnace, the, was the out. furnace was out, and so we. I went to bed, I'm not kidding, in like three pairs of sweatpants, my winter coat, like a sweatshirt, a hat, and mittens. Like I've never been more cold while I slept before in my life. It was miserable. Oh, yeah. man. That one Wait, was how do you two know brutal. each other? Did you live That's together? Good... We, we did, have lived yeah. together. So, yeah, a couple times. Um, we, went, we went to school, to, like element, not element. <laughs> High school together. He's yeah. questioning it. Yeah, we had a, we were in Spanish three together, where we oh, made okay. Spanish videos in the same group. Oh, and cute. then we later in life joined. And we were both in the same theater group, and that was where we became good friends. And then lo and behold, we were at the same college, where we joined the same fraternity, and uh, the rest is history. We've just been homies since. Oh wow, that's amazing. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. I didn't realize no. that. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Um... Good history lesson. Yeah. <laughs> 
Evan forgot, clearly. No, I will say, when I asked Evan, he turned bright red and started stammering. Yeah, so he like, was you like, guys um... have met doing something illegal. <laughs> that is not something you want recorded. <laughs> well, that's not 100%, yeah. that's not 100% it, false. Yeah, it wasn't legal yet. It wasn't legal sure, then. Sure, sure. <laughs> oh, high school, good times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one of the things, though, like revisiting Arthur was like, it does all feel familiar, but it did take me a second to like, like remember all the characters and who they are mm. to each other. Like d- to me, really, the only characters I remember were like Arthur, D.W., and like Buster, and I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, but there's the, a whole there's such a huge them. cast. So are there many, yeah. any particular characters that you guys relate to? Mm, yeah, I have mine. I'm ready to go, go for it. Oh, so, me too. Go for it. Ca- Karen mentioned it and it was when so Buster's parents get divorced and I as so like uh, my parents were divorced ever since I was like one and so like people like Buster like Chucky from the Rugrats I was like oh whoa I was like this I was like I'm not the only person with divorced parents That's yeah. very and so yeah I know not trying to like make it super emotional but I I like did not remember it at all until you just brought it up but that Buster divorced parent episode I was like, whoa. I was like, oh, this is like way more normal than I would say. I like remember having those thoughts at like five, six years old. Oh my gosh. I think Arthur does that so well. Any potential mm-hmm. childhood tragedy, I feel like has been yeah. covered in the show. And then it makes you like, I think my parents are divorced, but I imagine because I saw that on screen, I was just sort of like, oh yeah, it's very normal. Like if, you know, exactly. I have lots of friends whose parents are divorced. And part of that, I was like, oh yeah, that's no big deal because it's, I was just ahead seen. of the curb. Not to yeah, be yeah, yeah. But my parents, all my friends' parents got divorced later in life. <laughs> oh, listen, sounds like they started a trend. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were just hip to it first. Karen, oh, what man. about you? Who, who do you relate to in Arthur? Okay, so I feel like I'm a mix of two of the characters, which are okay. both smaller characters. Um, one is uh, Sue Ellen Armstrong, and one mm-hmm. is Fern Walters. And I think. I, in my mind, when I was growing up, I was like, I think I go back and forth between the two of them. Sue Ellen is, she's like athletic, she's outspoken, she's not quite as much of a tomboy as Francine, but she's still like quite, you know, active and um, mm-hmm. very fun, speaks her mind. And then Fern is like quiet and creative and loves to write. And she, in another episode, becomes pen pals with a guy who's, uh, I think, actually voiced by Lemony Snicket. Uh, and his name on Uh-oh. the show is like Persimony Glitchit. Like it's a clear reference to him. And she gets to become pen pals with this author who's very secretive and like signs a book for her. And I remember That's being like, amazing. oh my gosh, like I want to be a writer. And <laughs> yeah, it was very hey, fun look at to that. See. Yeah. Uh, Dylan Dunn is going to freak out. He loves Lemony Snicket. Okay. So <laughs> that's, that's a fun fact. Um, yeah. Interesting. Good one. Evan, what about you? Did you, you, I know you said you were having a hard time remembering them all, but there yeah. is so many characters, but I'll say that's part of what I really loved about the blizzard. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I think as a kid, uh, idealistically, I saw myself in Buster and there are Ooh. elements of Buster that I still see. Like just, he's kind of like a endless pit of eating food, which is primarily what I relate <laughs> to. But as I've gotten older, I think that I've is- realized like I, I'm, Probably more of an Arthur, just like a, a milk toast guy. <laughs> no, honestly, Evan, I was gonna say this as a compliment. I think you might be Arthur. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. I appreciate it. No, I can it. totally see it. When 
Arthur was like um, in the next one when Mr. Ratburn comes to stay at his house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw a bit of Arthur in you. You're just like trying to hide like your dweeby <laughs> side from your teacher, like hanging posters here. Here are my books. I was like, I think that's something Kid Evan would have thought of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's so funny. I was like, I, he's horrifying the idea of your teacher moving in with oh. you. My God, so scary! It didn't. So, yeah. It didn't dawn on me. So the, the next episode in these nice little eleven minute, the, you know, they pack them into one thirty minute episode. The other one is uh, Mr. Ratburn for dinner or something. Um, yeah, yeah, it might yeah. just be called Rat for dinner. Um, so the, this, I didn't even. It didn't even cross my mind how terrifying and like awkward it would be for a student to like have their kid like or like uh, uh, for that dynamic. Until Arthur was going through it. And I think the show does a really good job of almost like showing, not necessarily telling Arthur being like, this is awkward and uncomfortable. I hate it. Like you just kind of pick up on that by him, you know, getting made fun of at school and just his interactions with his parents and and try to hide stuff from him. Karen, I don't know if you watched the second half of the episode. Uh, The rapper stays over. Okay. Oh, good. good. I, I watched it too. And that, I mean, Blizzard was awesome, but this one had me like, laughing and falling out of my chair this was so funny um but that middle segment too like the the live action thing where they have they like follow some real kids on a snow day or whatever i I forget what the segment's called it was like words from us or something yeah it's like just from us kids yeah yeah that like unlocked a memory for me i was like i think i've seen this before i think i've like listened to that kid's advice on how how to pack a snowball like the Ah! right firmness Mm. and you don't aim for the head and then I think it might be at the end of either Blizzard or the second half of the episode, but uh, DW brings in a snowball and puts it in the freezer. Yeah. And I have a, like, I don't know why, but I, it just came back to me. I was like, I think I did that because of that. Arthur at that age. Like, yeah. Wow. So this, this was like such a nostalgic time warp back into that time in my life. And it's, it, I don't know. It was wonderful. So That's again, amazing. thank you for bringing Yes. Yeah. Oh my so gosh! I, listen, you're welcome. <laughs> I one time tried to keep a snowball in the freezer until summer, and mm-hmm. I was gonna get my brother so good come like June, <laughs> July when he wasn't expecting it, and I think I forgot about it. I never saw the plan through, and I'm mad. I'm just now thinking about it. <laughs> okay, wait. This is incredible that you both bring this up because that snowball is the beginning of like a multi-season arc of what happens to the snowball. That's like a recurring thing on the show. Is DW wait, puts what? it in the yeah, DW puts it in the freezer. It's like one of the fun recurring bits on Arthur where later on it disappears and there's like maybe on in like five different episodes scattered throughout the show, uh, she'll be like, Arthur threw away my snowball. And he'll be like, I never touched your snowball. They, I don't think it's ever resolved what happens to it because the like resolution that she gets is her imaginary friend did something with it. So as an adult viewer, you're like, I bet one of the parents threw it away, right? Like it has to be. Threw that snowball away. Yeah, that's like straight out of Community, like a, a like a season long yeah. joke of just being like, "Well, Troy threw out my snowball." He's like, "No, I didn't." Like, I can literally. <laughs> oh, that is so funny that it gets brought up multiple times like that. It gets brought up multiple times, and every single time she brings it up and blames Arthur, he's like, "This is the worst day of my life. Like, I hate when you do this to me." <laughs> I love how dramatic Arthur is. Like, so like, good. like he's not like, oh my god, it's the end of the world. But he's like, this is terrible. Like, this is yeah. the worst day of my life. Like you said, like it's it's really funny. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's so it, the snowball thing. It 
it's so stunning to me, and I kind of love this, how much thought and forethought, especially, is, like, put into this children's show. Like, I'm imagining it's a bunch of, like, fully grown adults sitting around sketching out this world, you know? And they're like, we're going to put this here so that in, like, season nine, it'll come back and do whatever. And you're like, that's incredible. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. kudos. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. No, uh, so this this next episode where Mr. Ratburn does come to stay with him, like Evan said, was actually really funny. DW never once calls him by the right name. No, and, no, she doesn't. And I think that is like high tier comedy for some reason. I don't know why, but like, and no one ever corrects her. She says it no. to his face several times. <laughs> like, I, it's so funny. It's so funny. It's amazing. DW, I think, is one of the greatest characters of all time. Yeah. Just says exactly what's on her mind and is just upset with a lot of things. Well, they feel so real. I think that it feels like that little sister annoyance vibe, kind of. Like, she's got that classic meme where it's like, DW, stay out of my room. And then she goes, I'm not going to follow this because I can't read. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. I think the name thing must be recurring, too, because I'm now just piecing this together. But um, in another episode, when Yo-Yo Ma is on as a guest, she, she calls mess- him Yo Mama. <laughs> she just, like, can't get it together. And, of course, Yo-Yo Ma is, like, so nice that he's like, uh, oh, yeah. you, like he doesn't mind. <laughs> so funny. Um, I, oh, I'll be honest. Man. I forgot they have an even younger sibling, Kate. Yeah, Kate Reed, baby the baby Kate. of the family. It and threw me actually- off. When yeah. Kate basically appeared when we when we watched the stand and like the the other one, I was like, "Whoa, who's this baby?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what is she doing here? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite bits from the Blizzard though is there's like a random dream sequence of Kate's, and it's yeah, Pal dragging her on the sled, and then they flash to Pal's dream sequence, and it's Kate. It's Kate. Dra- Kate. Yes. It's uh, so, so cute. Wait, yeah. there's <laughs> there's another episode which you guys should watch where um. There are a couple spinoff episodes, not a spinoff and that's a different series, but where they are from Kate's perspective. And Kate and Pal are best buds who can communicate to each other. <laughs> like they speak to each other. Um, it's adorable. That's very cute. Yeah. And there's another one where like Pal takes socks from the Reed family and brings them to the sock market. It's very clearly like a play on the stock market. Like it's a bunch of dogs bringing socks and trying to get more socks. It's unbelievable that's good this is what i'm saying is this is top tier comedy that is just like hidden in this kid's show that a lot of adults probably just miss because they put it on for their kid and they go in the other room or whatever um but there was another so uh, another dream sequence was uh arthur saw his teacher's face in all his family and of course that's when his teacher comes to stay with him and i was like arthur you got to be googling these dreams see what they're gonna mean (laughs) and what they (laughs) yeah after this episode starts and he wakes up from the dream and then Mr. Rapper does pop up like in his pajamas. And I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> dream within a dream. Are Arthur's parents swingers? Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. No. I was like, okay, they explain it. They explain it. That's they, too they adult to the topic. That's so funny. Also, we oh. learn later on that Mr. Rapper is gay and he gets married. He does That's eventually. Amazing. It was a big yeah. deal when he got married. Yeah. The episode it was, was like one of the last couple seasons. 
It got yeah, banned yeah, yeah. a lot of places. Yeah. yeah. Fox News was pissed about it. Typical. Yeah. What, what are They're mad about M&M's about? being not sexy enough. Like, <laughs> I can't get over that. I can't get over that's real news in America that Tucker Carlson's like, these M&M's aren't sexy enough for me. Like, what are you talking about? You fucking. OK, sorry. OK. Um, so one thing I loved in this episode was Mr. Ratburn, um, you know, ended up being so cool. Like when Arthur, yes. like, loved him. When he put on Spooky Poo, and I was yeah. like, first off, the Scooby-Doo reference is hilarious. But what was really funny to me was it took me a minute because Arthur goes, wow, Mr. Ratburn likes cartoons? And I was like, oh, I didn't realize that was supposed to be a cartoon because they're, they're cartoons. Also. Right, that's such a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. It threw me off. He was like, wow, Mr. Ratburn likes cartoons. And I was like, oh, oh, that's a cartoon. Yeah, that makes sense. I was like, yeah. Mr. Ratburn, come on the pod. Let's get you on here, dude. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's such a good idea. I uh -huh. Yeah, I think it's so nice because Mr. Rappert is such a scary figure that once you get to know him, you're like, oh, right. I remember as a kid running into my teacher like at the grocery store and yes. I was like shocked. I was like, I can't believe Weird. you also need to buy food to eat. <laughs> like Mine was at the I, movie theater and I was oh, like, what? Get yeah. out of here. Go it, watch a movie yeah. on that rollaway TV you bring in. Yeah. What are you doing here? You know. That's so true. Running into teachers Wait, in, oh, in the wild is so weird. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It is really. Sorry, Evan. Go ahead. Oh, uh, I think um, that's all. So when I was in uh, fifth grade, I before I went to the school district where Alex and I met, lived in a different one, and then in between, I was at the grocery store, ran into my fifth grade teacher, who at the time, you know, is like a twenty-something woman is dating a teacher at my new school district and I oh. ran into them in the in the grocery store. I'm like, what is happening here? I don't know yeah. how to react. Like this is so bizarre. <laughs> Teachers date what like what is happening? Like these two know here? each other. They co mingle outside <laughs> yeah. different schools. Yeah. <laughs> That's was, crazy. Yeah. And it's so funny because DW has this line where she's like she's like, Mr. Rapper, what are you talking about? The school is your home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. So funny. Yeah. It's so great. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, I was just going to say, though, I think this rewatch is what made me realize I've never caught this before. Um, but when Mr. Rapper says sorry, he says sorry. And I was like, oh, is he Canadian? Like I had I never. Maybe mm -hmm. he's Canadian. I think yeah. he's a little Canadian. He I definitely said sorry. Right. At least his voice actor, because they can't. Yeah, yeah. They can't yeah. change that. <laughs> so I think it's the voice acting is. Or, yeah. Voice acting, I think, is done in Canada. Um, but and the I was other the characters don't say sorry. Sorry? A boot? No. That's the other one. A boot? I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Rapper just couldn't drop it. It's like two yeah. in his DNA. I always catch it. Growing up in Michigan, we, we get a lot of Canadians, and you're like, what would you just say? <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go back to where you came from. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. no, that's not what I say to them. <laughs> that's what Alex is. Alex is being so racist to everybody in Michigan. Every Canadian out here, I'm like, go over the border. That's why you moved to Arizona. You were like, <laughs> you were Canadians. <laughs> yeah, I was really concerned with all the Michigan border problems. <laughs> so I moved to Arizona. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Smart um, move. Smart yeah. move. <laughs> the other the other spoof I love in the rapper section of the episode is they have like um I think it's supposed to be like maybe a real world spoof, but it's called Dunce Patrol and the characters are just like, Well duh. And it, it, it's like the, the Fred Armisen um 
the California people sketch in SNL. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I like wonder that. what that's supposed to be a play of. That must be Yeah, I didn't be think a... about that, but it was just like dumb TV, and his mom's like, this is like, going to rot like your brain. or something? Yeah. I, don't know. <laughs> I loved be... Arthur was like, Mom, at the end of a long, hard week of school, I just want to chill out and watch some bad TV. And I was like... <laughs> Yeah, Arthur. I was like, yeah, too. Oh my god, we all feel this way. This is what I'm saying: is Arthur was so relatable. He like wasn't crazy about school. He was like, Mm -hmm. not my teacher. He had like real world problems. I feel like so Mm -hmm. relatable to a kid that age. This podcast is supported by Lumina. Lumina is an AI-powered webcam that makes you look good on every video call. 4K resolution, adaptive color correction, autofocus and bokeh so you get that nice blur in the background, and of course my favorite feature, the AI cameraman that follows you around the frame to keep you centered at all times. Zhuzh up your video calls and stop looking like dog doo-doo with Lumina. You can use promo code 2DUDES for 10% off your purchase at GetLumina.com. That's code T-W-O-DUDES at GetLumina.com. Back to the podcast. I think my first crush before I knew what crushes were was Mm -hmm. on the brain. I think I had such a crush on brain. He was so smart. I feel like we're learning a lot about you. This is nice. (laughs) Okay. And he I was so smart this. and responsible. And he like works, you know, he's like got a job in third grade, normal. Do they and stay? I, this is a question I had because we jumped from season four to season yeah, yeah. 21. Do they stay in third grade? Yes, they stay in third grade. The very last I did episode of the entire they got show. Lockers. They That's true. They do have lockers. And also they get like straight up grades that are like, you got an F, like in third grade. In the Mr. Ratburn dream sequence, anytime Arthur had a new one, an F graded paper would fly across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, oh Lord, the stress. And it's also incredible. I think there's like a running joke of the homework that Mr. Ratburn gives them. And sometimes it's like, oh yeah, like your paper on theoretical physics is due on Friday or something like that. And Brain is always like, oh, yes, of course. Like, I've done it early. Yeah, he and I was it. like, what a good boy. <laughs> I, so this is one thing I noticed. I really liked that Arthur, I don't want to say was like anti-school, but he was like, you know, that was not his first priority because I think that's really yes. realistic for children. I will say when we get to the stand or Arthur takes a stand, um, he did at one point, you know, it's seasons, seasons later, but he was like, oh, but I love school. I don't want to boycott school. And I was yeah. like, ah, Arthur's lost his way. He's, I was like, oh, he's, no. been, he's been brainwashed all these years in third grade. <laughs> oh, my he's, gosh. That's he's gone true. woke. Yeah, he's, he's gone. <laughs> Arthur's gone. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ah, oh, what happened to Arthur who was trying to get out of school at all costs? Like Francine not doing her homework. Like, that's the... This is real children. That's real children. No, I think if it makes you feel better, I think in other episodes and later seasons, he still does not like school. It does. It does make him feel better. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, any, other, uh, any final thoughts before we move on to Arthur takes his stand um, mm. on the blizzard or Ratburn comes to dinner? I loved this episode. Of the two of them, I thought this was the stronger. I, like, learned. Ooh, I got life yeah. lessons. I learned. I laughed. I cried. Like, yeah. 10 out of 10 on this episode as a whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so great. I, I This is super random, but I, as I was watching this, was remembering. So apparently, I didn't know this until more recently, but because my family, because our parents are immigrants, I guess we just never spoke English at home until I went to preschool. And one of the ways my parents were like, we don't speak English very well, but we want Karen to learn, is they would just show Arthur oh. and PBS Kids 
And so I wonder if a lot of the way that I grew up speaking English was like the way the kids talk on this show. And so whenever oh, I go back and watch it. early episodes now, I'm like, all oh, these tracks, I feel like this formed so much of my identity. <laughs> I love I love revisiting shows like that where you're like, yeah. oh, like I, I still say that to this day. You're like, oh, yeah. or like that's where I must have gotten the like, you know, I love it. I love that yeah. sort of stuff. Karen, were you the oldest of you? You said you have a, a brother. I have an older brother. Yeah, older yeah. Brother. I have an older brother, and we always said our dynamic was like um, Arthur and DW to the point where like his icon image on my phone is a picture of Arthur. Oh. Um, and I thought I it was really that. cute, but when I think about it now, I'm like, oh my god, Arthur freaking hated DW. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, DW followed like, him everywhere. You're like so honored by it. You're like, wow, he thinks I'm like DW. And years later, you're like, wait a minute, Arthur hated DW. <laughs> He, like, doesn't connect in your mind at all. No, 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 no. I'm like, this is deeply upsetting. They have cute moments, too. They definitely have very cute moments, too. But but they bicker like siblings. And once again, it just, it feels so real. Like, yeah. I feel like a lot of children's show try to, like, not gloss over those type of things, but they're not the focus of the show, so they don't really portray them accurately. Yeah. Well, like I said, even the small details in this one, just, like, it, it was, it, it just, it felt so real to, a like, a family. I think that's... One of the strengths of DW, though, is, like, yes, she's the annoying little sister, but she is, like, such a well-developed character. Like, the the, the first comparison I can, can think of uh, of another, like, cartoon sibling relationship is, like, Dexter and Dee Dee. Like, Dee Dee, mm. there's no depth there, really. It's not, like, a character you could really relate to. As I watch it back now, DW is, like, such a, a pronounced part voice of... and interesting yeah. character and so much the, more the, than the annoying little humor. sister. Yeah. So much humor. What um what does DW stand for? You know, we Dora it's such a, Winifred. Dora <laughs> Winifred? Yeah, yeah. I was about to say we sometimes when shows get popular, you'll start to hear some of the names like break into uh real life. Like there's people out there named Khaleesi now. And um I don't think I have met, ever met anyone named DW. Yeah, probably because of the whole Dora Winifred thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Whereas no, you're so I right. Bet I bet there are little boys named Arthur, right? Oh, That's like 100%. a cuter. That yeah, name yeah, probably yeah. made a comeback. I bet it mm -hmm. was not popular for a minute, and then the 90s. Are... Do you think there's yeah, this a lot came of out in the 90s. out there, though? I think yeah, 96. 96. Yeah, yeah. I bet, Buster, I bet there's a I lot bet... of dogs named Buster yeah, and rabbits. Buster yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> there's always those memes of them with headphones literally like Evan and I are wearing, but their ears yeah, are on top are... of their head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like on the side of their thing. Those are always so good to me because I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is why I love animation. Like, there's no rules. So the next episode we're going to look at is season 21, episode four. Uh, the first half uh -huh. is called Muffy Misses Out. We don't have to spend too much time on it. But Muffy goes to Italy and there's a bake sale. It's actually pretty funny. I was just going to say Muffy being insufferable is one of my favorite things. And She's so insufferable this episode. Here was my problem with this. This was like close to a great episode. All the students without Muffy got to the conclusion. They were like, oh, Muffy's just feeling like she didn't, you know, help or like she's not feeling needed or wanted. They're like, but she did help. Like all of her ideas really like inspired what we were doing and whatnot. And they never went and fucking told her that. They went and just were like, you're the best, Muffy. We need all your ideas. Like, we would, well, where would we be without you? I was like, no, talk to her. Talk to her. Tell her what you just said. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Mm, that drove me nuts. I feel like Arthur, with 
the Muffy character really primed us like a whole generation of like millennials, Gen Z to be like, eat the rich. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) There is a, what was it? There's like a really funny quote from Muffy in some other episode where she's like, where she says she's like allergic to poor people or something (laughs) like that. It's, I can't remember what it is. Oh my gosh, I'm going to find it. I'll send it to you. It's so I think I've seen a meme. I didn't realize it was like a real quote from the show. I think I have it saved on my phone. Muffy this whole episode and um, I I know this is not intentional but Arthur wasn't he was only a background character this episode and like even though Muffy was hanging out with Buster like all of their friends Arthur just did not appear in the episode (laughs) yeah that yeah I kind of love when they focus on a different character it's very fun to be like oh right you also have a full three-dimensional life everybody that you meet has an original point of view yeah that's what it (laughs) is Oh man, wait, I'm trying to find this Muffy quote. Um She's like, I'm allergic to the poor. Fuck the homeless. Remember. That's how it goes. I mean, it was a good I, I like at the end of the episode though, it's like it's a lesson in how to manage narcissistic egos. Like all the friends no, what? come no, together. But Muffy, to be well, okay, but uh, managing the narcissistic ego was at the expense of Muffy learning like a great lesson about like sure. friendship and like teamwork. And what I loved I so I liked the the season 21 one, but I will say I had a distinct different feeling than the one from season four, where Evan Ooh. said, like, the ones from the early seasons felt like a bit like a chapter, like a, like a children's book. The turning of the page, you could see the lesson unfolding. And like I said, it wasn't necessarily like someone at the end being like, well, I guess family is the always the most important thing. Like. They really taught you these lessons without like hitting you over the head with them. Whereas mm-hmm. this one, um, I what was the lesson in Muffy leaving for Italy? I could, like I said, they missed it just by like this much, and where they could have wrapped it up, and it would have been a beautiful, uh, a beautiful little story learning lesson for Muffy, who uh, was she didn't learn anything. That's all right. I will 25 say seasons, that I... they're a lot of miss. There. They're a lot of miss. Um, <laughs> something I love about Muffy, and I think about the show in general is that they and this is i think most um evident with the muffy character is they're so good at adapting to the times and so like muffy in the beginning of the show is just a snotty rich girl she's like also you know has a lot of redeeming qualities but at the beginning you're like oh she's just a rich girl who has no awareness of what it is like to not be that wealthy right she has like a driver she has a mansion and everything and in this, in the second half of this episode, she becomes one of the like white women who post on social media, but yeah. then don't do any activism. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. I'm like, that's such yes, an incredible. Yes, I noticed it too. It's perfect for her. And a lot of stuff like that happens where you're like, oh, they're really good at bringing these characters into <laughs> the current year while still staying true to who they are. And I was like, that's so difficult to do. I agree. When, yeah. When Muffy for Arthur takes a stand. So the premise of the episode yeah, yeah. is the school starts a breakfast program uh, on top of the the lunch service and they only have one lunch lady and like Mrs. Arthur McGrady. can see Mrs. McGrady and Arthur can see that it's wearing on her and he wants to do something about it. And so he's he starts a sit-in protest and Muffy he, walks a lot into of steps the lunch to get there. Okay, yeah. But I'm go sure. ahead. Yeah, go. This okay. one moment where Muffy walks in sees it's going on she's like what's happening she's like oh we're doing a sit-in protest and she's like oh 
she snaps a selfie and then sits down. I was like, I like gasped. I was like, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. The most yes. cutting burn well, I've seen. It also threw me off. It's they had burn. cell phones in the newer season. Mm-hmm. They had legit iPhones. And I was like, man, I think it's in third just grade. Muffy. Uh, Francine oh. says, Buster, let me borrow your phone to call Muffy. And then well, he hands a, Francine... a crisp new iPhone. Oh, I don't think she gives him an iPhone, does she? I feel like everybody else has flip phones. Oh, maybe, maybe I missed that. Maybe I felt I'm like wrong. Buster. Yeah, back. it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But I mean, either way, I was just like, wow, they have cell phones. But yeah. I, you know, it, thus is the times. <laughs> and I think kids now do have cell do. phones, yeah. right? Because my they do. yeah, niece and nephew are about that age, and they both have cell phones. Yeah. It's like quote unquote for emergencies, but they're playing like Roblox. All but the also, time. there's a decent <laughs> amount of school that requires you to have like like an at least like an ipad or like something Damn, like yeah. that's what i learned recently from my coworkers. they were like my students couldn't do anything without the uh bl- blank that the school gave them like a laptop an ipad whatever it is and i'm like what i was like we couldn't yeah. even have our cell phones out in school or the teacher took it from us uh, yeah like physically took it away from us oh, so man. let me ask uh this is obviously uh season 21 one of the later seasons slash episodes there you know there's the 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 guest character uh representative john lewis which i think is indicative of like just the the themes and messages this show is capable of and has been uh communicating for 25 years but um mm-hmm. is there a reason in particular you wanted to dive into this episode karen oh i chose this one um because i felt like it did such a good job where I think when you're a kid and you hear about protests in the news, the news almost inevitably covers it as, like, very scary and overwhelming. Mm. And I thought this really did a good job of breaking it down. And it also, I just thought Congressman Lewis was so charming in this, right? And they wrote him, they presented him as, like, so friendly to children, which I'm sure he Mm. was in real life, too. But they didn't even try and, they didn't, they just tried to make him friendly is what I'm saying. Because I think he's Mm -hmm. usually such an awe-inspiring figure. Uh, rest in peace and i think we always think of him as like legendary whatever yeah and in this one he's like just a guy in town who's friends with their lunch lady and like mm-hmm. one of the parts that i was like this is so funny and cutting kind of like the muffy thing is when miss tingley the stand-in principal when she is like oh my gosh like in the face of authority she's like so excited <laughs> to see him and like obviously you know like not doing anything that he stands for as a person uh-huh. and so then when he says something she like and she like immediately like switches. I was like, that's so funny and so true. Uh, but yeah, no, I just really liked how they took a potentially enormous topic of, you know, protests and like the civil rights movement and they made it really accessible and friendly for children. I liked it too. They were like, Arthur, you're going to get in trouble. Like I, I, they really spelled it out, like what he was doing and why. And he's yeah. like, it's worth getting in trouble if it means like doing the right thing. So yeah. I did really enjoy that. And especially the way you phrased it, I think it is important for children to be exposed to stuff like that and why potentially stuff like that is happening due to unfair treatment from authority figures. So th- I-, I do agree. I will say, um, I don't know if this is a complaint, but they made um, John, the, the guest star, uh, an animal. But I almost wish they made him more anamorphic. Like it looked this like is a thing too. Talk about yeah, yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. Too much like him, if that makes any sense. And I was like, yeah, oh, just yeah. make him a full aardvark. Like what is I going on? And I was like, oh, I don't like this. This happens. I think there was a complaint about this where they were like, it's weirder that he's half human face, he's, half yeah. animal face. He should just look like a he bear, be a or yeah. like he just yes, like yeah. a two D version of cats. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of. 
off-putting to see. What are Francine and Muffy, you think? Do you guys know? Are they all? Yeah, I think those... Wait one second. I I think Francine is a monkey, no? That's what I was thinking. But then I thought Muffy might be a monkey, too. I mean, they both could be monkeys. Oh, I think maybe they're both monkeys. Mm -hmm. I was wondering this, well, because obviously some are clearer than others. Like, even... um, Shoot, what's the bully's name? Blinky? No. Um, Binky? Binky. The bulldog? Is Blinky? He's a bulldog. Gotcha. That makes sense. A, yeah. What'd you say, Evan? I, just, I forgot about Binky Barnes, the character. And I don't know why, um, but he, he seemed, I feel like thinking back, I always thought he was more mean of a character than he actually is. Like, he's kind of a lo- He's a little, you know. In, the, in like season 21, he was like a lovable goof. But mm. I think back in the day, he was more of a bully. Because he, he was throwing me. snowballs yeah. at Arthur. He's like, teacher's bad, teacher's yeah, bad. Yeah. And then he like literally continued it for like hours on end. So, he's uh, so mean in the beginning. I think he's meaner <laughs> in the beginning. But then they realize he's kind of a character. I guarantee they had a couple sympathetic episodes for him. They, they did. Yeah. And so he, after you have those really episodes, there it is. I knew it. See, they go into yeah. him. And then after those, they, they make him, you know, the, the friendly class bully, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You also realize that like he's held back a year. He has to repeat Uh-oh. third grade, which See is why it. he's so angry and embarrassed yeah. about always it. Always get you. I know. And you're like, oh man, I guess if I were being gay, I would also be really upset be, that now he's the class of younger too. kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, he has um, he plays clarinet really well. He's so sweet to his mom. It's all the stuff where you're like, oh yeah, baby. <laughs> he plays they always. He, get yeah. You. He plays clarinet in the the Muffy uh, misses out episode for the bake sale. He plays jazz. Dixie yes, yes, great. Yes, yes. the New Orleans. He learned it in a week. I was He's so, so impressed. talented. Yeah, <laughs> one of the yeah. things that felt darkly funny to me, but felt very true to life in Arthur Takes the Stand is like at the end they they get the guarantee from uh, Miss Tingley that you know they're gonna hire an assistant, but all she promises is. I'm going to write the school board yeah. first thing in the morning. I was like, that's very far from a guarantee. She even goes, she even goes like, do you want to help me? Like, she's going to pawn it off on them. Oh, my gosh. So, oh, man. I um, I don't know. I, I, I With the school lunch thing and the breakfast thing, I understand she needed help, but they really lost me when Mrs. McGrady was like, this was my idea. Like, chill, Arthur. Like, she was very much like, stop doing this, Arthur. But I loved her message where she was like, there's a lot of kids who don't get breakfast at home. Yeah, yeah. They got me again. Which I remember one of the elementary schools I went to had a very similar breakfast program. And I was thinking like, oh, that's so nice. This was on TV for kids because then it's not weird to go in for breakfast. Normalizing it. Yeah, they even show like Muffy going in for breakfast because the food is good. And I was like, that's so nice. But you're right. I think one of the things that I liked about it is I remember watching it and thinking like, as soon as Arthur's putting all the little paper slips into the lockers, I was like, oh, he's solving this immediately. And then for that to be like, no, you actually have to check in with whoever you're protesting for yeah. to see if it's what they want. Like, it's not for you, it's for He didn't go about this her. the right way. He didn't go yeah. about it the right way. And I was like, that's such a great message. He <laughs> convinced so me, yeah, that that was a good part, too. It was a learning lesson for him it all to get into the, the appropriate form of uh, a protest mm, yeah. okay you're convincing me this episode was better than i thought it was i'll be honest okay. nice. one of my favorite lines is when congressman lewis is like you guys are doing a sit-in why didn't anyone call me i was like That's so- that was great yeah that was really good these were <laughs> yeah, these were all some pretty it. good episodes arthur's great that's what it, i think I, after watching these four separate episodes i was like 
damn, Arthur's so much better than I remember. That's a big thing, I think. It's because there are some kids' shows that I'm kind of bummed about when I go back Revisit. and watch them, and I'm like, oh, this is actually not fun. This is only for children. This um, is only, yep. Which I guess is not bad. That's, like, what it's for. <laughs> it's, like, a Incredible. very adult and real show for children. And and yeah. like you said, it's it's not beating them with these life lessons. It's just introducing them to things they probably haven't been introduced to before. Uh, there's a, um, to the lunch lady, Mrs. McGrady is the person who gets cancer in a different episode. And I remember there was a moment where, like, I, I haven't rewatched this recently, but there was a moment where I think it's Francine who apologizes, being like, I'm so sorry I didn't visit you when you were very sick. And she's, Ms. McGrady is straight up just like, it's okay. It's very scary to see adults when they're very sick. So, like, I understand. And I was like, mm. that's what, yeah. so, when you're a kid, it's so scary to see adult yep. thinkers be very ill. And I was just like, dang, that that makes yeah. so much sense. Like, oh, it's so nice to tell a kid that, like, you're okay. It's okay to be scared of that. That's even nice to hear as an adult. Like, there, <laughs> yeah. there, there's a lot Evan's of those like, things I still feel like, that way. Yeah, there are those things where, like, you don't necessarily know how to respond or react or reach out to people. So maybe I'll just binge all of Arthur and learn some life lessons. I'm really excited for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any other thoughts on uh, the, the John Lewis episode uh, or Arthur in general? I had a question more so than anything okay, for probably for Karen. I don't think you can answer it, Evan. Um, <laughs> I'll try. So, well, um, uh, this was like a really cool cameo. In this episode, I'm assuming you mentioned Yo-Yo Ma. Do they do this quite often? Uh, maybe like once a season, there is a very yeah. cool cameo. And it's it's the fun thing is there's sometimes people when I when I was a kid, I like didn't care about yeah. them. Yeah. And then I would be older and be like, oh, my God. So like yeah. one of the cameos is Art Garfunkel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which really? is crazy. They got that's, him for a kid's show. That's insane. The, the yeah. cameos reminded me a bit of like Sesame Street, how they'll get like a live action person on. Yeah. And so I really liked that it was like a real world person in, in that essence. Yes. I just didn't like the the animal human face, but other than that, I, I really really liked what they did with it. So I uh, I think that's so cool. I uh, you know, like I said, I I had only really visited it when I was pretty young, you know, kid to like ten at most. So revisiting it and seeing just like how I don't want to say creative, but like how different it is, really getting at these life lessons mm -hmm. is just like really. Um, it's it's so cool. Like I, this is something like I want to show my kids eventually one day. Now, like I think there's so much merit to this. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. And it's also very fun to be like, I hear all these cameos that mean nothing to you now, but yeah. eventually you'll be like, eventually. oh my god, that's Yo-Yo Ma. <laughs> wait, yeah. he was on Arthur. Wait, oh, oh yeah, yeah, wait. <laughs> Revisiting this makes me excited to like have children in the future, and like it's like oh, I I like. <laughs> Personally, at that stage in my life, I will have something to look forward to. Like, I can throw yeah. Arthur in. Yeah. <laughs> like, that'll oh, be amazing. Well, that makes me so glad. Yeah. If, yeah. You could, if you could be in the show, so I know you already picked a character that you think you are, but if you could be in the show as a new character, what mm -hmm. animal do you think you would be? And what would your general personality trait be? My original point of view. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's tough. I feel like they don't really vary a ton on animals, if that makes sense. They're kind of in, like, a little bit of a, like, I don't want to say a sliver, but it's very, like, traditional. Like, I, I, do you ever see a turtle? I love turtles, but I don't think I ever saw Ooh, a turtle. Because Franklin would probably sue them, is probably. Right. Like, and then you get the bears, and oh, then the Berenstain bears. Oh, they have copyright bears. claim to turtles. Yeah. Oh, Alan, 
uh, is a bear. The brain okay. is a bear. Oh, he's yeah, a bear. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Mm, okay. Um, hmm. Let me think for a second. Evan, you have yours. I I I don't. Um, I'm just trying to think of just like a, a chill animal. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Some kind of docile dog. <laughs> a docile dog, nice. Evan nice. would be a dog, actually. I can totally see that. Um, like a basset hound. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of like either like I don't know the the. Something about I, I can't get Buster out of my head, so I'm thinking like a rabbit or or like a like a Mr. Ratburn, like a rat. I could see, I don't know, I'm something like that. Okay. I yeah, I can see face. this. For I, I feel like you. I need something with fur. Is where I'm going yeah. with it. What about you? Those are great. I always used to think I would be a dog, but now mm. I these days I'm sort of like maybe I'm leaning more rabbit. Mm. <laughs> that might be fun to have the big ears. You know, yeah. I um. I've seen the meme too, where like Arthur and Buster are in their pajamas and they have um, shoes of like the other animals. So like Arthur wears like little bunny slippers, and yes, Buster's yeah, yeah, yeah. wearing little Arthur like head, uh, like Aardvark <laughs> slippers. Oh, that's so cute! Yeah, I think it's Arthur adorable. slippers are for Bionic Bunny. Right? I know too much about this show, but Bionic Bunny <laughs> oh, is the, their favorite. And they cartoon. showed it. Yeah, they showed that yeah, cartoon of Bionic Bunny. That's cute. This so I mm-hmm. I had a general okay I had a meeting with the people at Arthur one time because I was like I would cut off my arm to write for your show and they were like our show is ending all the scripts <laughs> were written like two years ago we're in the process of animating and I was like okay whatever no, um, that's so but then sad. they would sort of like they would sort of mention a small thing and then I would be like oh yeah like the list details and I think. It went from being like, oh, how nice that Karen is enthusiastic to the point of like, oh, my God, oh, Karen needs everything. to get a life. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, that's how we are around here. We're like when we yeah. know about something, we know every single detail about it. So uh, it fit in perfectly here. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other like standout episodes, like the one that the most classic episode that comes to my mind is like the Dewey Decimal System episode. Oh, my like, God. Ev- having is fun. this the song and one? Yeah. When you've got a library card, and that's why that one sticks yeah. out to me. But I mean, I do you guys have any other favorite episodes or like core memories of Arthur? They go to camp is really fun. I love camp. Um, actually, I wonder if it's the pilot episode of the show where he gets glasses. That's really fun. And mm-hmm. then I remember when I got glasses, I was so excited. I was also in third grade getting glasses, so it felt like huge. That's when for I got. Me. Or no, I was in fourth grade. I was in fourth grade. Mm. Oh, and then the one where he and Francine get locked in a library. Have you seen this? I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, my gosh. It's very, it's a little bit scary because they use a lot of, like, dark color palettes because the library, you know, the lights are out and everything. And I just remember very distinctly him, like, or maybe it was Francine. They, like, they see a picture of a chicken in a book. And they're, like, so hungry that they're, like, what if, can I just eat this? And I remember (laughs) thinking, like, that's so cute. Yeah. I really liked Francine. I, I really we kind of glossed over it, but I really liked her whole journey of the pioneer story. Yeah, having yeah, to yeah. come to terms with like, oh my god, the, being a pioneer. She like saw them on the cover and was like, oh, they must have been so cold. Like that ten minute walk I did over to your house, they were <laughs> yeah. doing that for so long. Like it was really cool to see her contextualize it and like put it into perspective. When at the beginning she's like, who cares? Oh, Francine is also, I think this is such an interesting thing is because she's best friend with Muffy, but mm-hmm. they're like coded to be very different classes because Francine's dad is a garbage collector and Muffy's dad is like in the 1% of America. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they're best friends and there are moments where they sort of fight about having different amounts of like money or parental leisure time even. And I was like, that's so incredible to see on a show. It's real. <laughs> yeah. It's very real. 
so we we did spongebob recently we're doing arthur now one show i've been hearing about recently uh, i'm not sure if it's disney but it's called bluey i've heard is like a, a newer children's show that apparently is like people are raving about that has like an adult cult following in a way so no I'm way. Sort of excited to check yeah. that out yeah it's been oh my uh, gosh i'm pitched to us a couple times so yeah we need I to check like it out we've heard a lot about it, it out. i'm writing it down i only know of bluey because they mentioned it on abbott elementary <laughs> but yeah they did um, yes it's made yeah. its way into popular culture yeah. bluey is australian is that correct i know nothing couldn't tell you I <laughs> okay i also I don't know i got a thing about bluey i've seen bluey hit like a like a tiktok dance one time and I thought it was fake, but it was really from the show. Oh, wow. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe it was a Fortnite. One of those, you know, popular little dances. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that I've heard a lot about that. But as far as kids go show, like you were talking about, like I feel like if I were to revisit Blue's Clues, I yeah. would not get nearly the same amount out of it as I did with this, these Arthur episodes. Well, I feel that way. This was sad as I rewatched dragon tales with my niece and nephew and i was oh, like this is not this as... is yeah. nothing yeah i know and it, that that made me so sad because i loved it so much dragon, and then the one that i dragon, did dragon. really like was um anne of green gables which okay. they did I... as animated on pbs kids yeah. and it's still fantastic it's it all depends but yeah if you guys haven't seen it before uh, so my my little sister is, is nine years younger than me so when she was like very young uh we used to watch this show called Word Girl, which was like for very Ooh. young kids, taught like vocabulary, and she's like a mm -hmm. superhero. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fights villains, and it was like really, really funny, clever, like puns and like different wordplay. I was like, wow, that's so. That's always my go-to recommendation. I have no clue if it's still on or like how long it ran or anything. But that is that is one that is like a, a surprise, like a, a nice surprise More if you ever do much. catch it. There's so also wait. Oh, the theme song for Between the Lions. I don't know if you've heard that it recently as an adult. It absolutely slaps. It's such a great song. Um, After the Arthur one, I'm going to have to check it yeah. out. I was just so blown away by how great the song was. And then I it's couldn't so believe good. they actually played the Chance the Rapper version in the newer ones. The I end, thought yeah. he like just did that for fun. I didn't know like it was any part of the involvement with the show. So. Oh that was God. that was pretty cool too. So Arthur ended after 25 seasons. I don't know what happens at the end, but I feel like I remember there being screenshots of like a like a Harry Potter like time jump, Harry Potter and yeah, just, yeah. just in the way that they are adults not in like a transphobic way. Yeah, uh, they all become transphobic. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um yeah, they're all like deeply transphobic and misogynistic. Yeah. It's insane. It's a great Harry Potter. It's an old classic Harry Potter time jump. <laughs> Wait, oh, so can man, you no, fill in kind jump. of the highlights of, yeah, of where the time do they jump end for up us? In, in life? Listen, okay, some of the things are really good. So, like, Arthur is now a graphic novelist, and he's doing his own life, which is really cute because, like, I think the one he does is, like, oh. Arthur's eyes. It's so sweet. I was like, that's perfect. Book. It is. That's great. Um, I think Muffy is running for mayor, I'm pretty oh. sure, which is really Typical. funny. Never yeah, baby. Francine is running a sneaker store. Or okay. designed a sneaker like, which I was like, oh, that makes sense because she was always very into sports and stuff. The one that I was like, I feel like this should not have been the one is um, Buster is a school teacher. Oh. Which didn't... I think they thought was a fun twist. Before the episode came out, I was like, Buster is 100% a late night host. Like, Buster is absolutely <laughs> a professional comedian on television. <laughs> I can see that. Uh, so that was, a, that was the only bummer. And then the really funny was that DW is a traffic cop. <laughs> 
<laughs> she loves telling people what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves like, tattling. DW being a cop. Yeah, she's like officially a tattle. She's, a she's also like not a powerful evil cop. She's literally ticketing she's... like cars. Uh-huh. She's the most annoying kind, but like not dangerous. I was like, sure, I 100% buy that. That's um, right. Yeah. It's very cute. <laughs> this has been an incredible trip down memory lane. If you watch yeah. the blizzard, watch the second half of the episode. Oh, same for both yeah. of these. If you're gonna sit down for an Arthur episode, just Do check both. out like both segments. They're they're really enjoyable. Well, Do you want to yeah, start? Karen, do you have any closing thoughts before we move on from Arthur to to wrap up here? Oh man, no! I'm just so grateful that you gave me the chance to talk about this with you guys for this like over do. an hour. What a <laughs> well, treat! Just to, uh, to to like, so we have really loved when we'll get a guest on and we're like, hey, what do you want to cover? Because it really, you know, with me and Evan, we just we have like a certain taste and like we know what we want to cover and talk about, and so we bounce back and forth. It can be an echo chamber, so it's so nice when we get someone who comes in and is like, let's cover Arthur. And me and Evan are like, whoa, Arthur, what? But, like, as we obviously just gushed about for however long, like, we enjoyed it so much. And I don't – I honestly don't know it's something we would have covered unless unless you suggested ah. it. So, like, w- w- this, like, always is such a joy for us being able mm-hmm. to it's – like it's like a nice surprise. It's like a present. It's like a little gift. So thank you for that, Karen. <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy. Yay. <laughs> news? Should we should – yeah. we, we usually you you end with one. some – Oh, I do. I have we, – we end with some news here, sometimes animated related, sometimes just uh, in general related. So – I need to pull this up again. Hold on. I had it on my phone. Oh, no, it's gone already. Hold on. So recently, you guys have heard. Um, so it's award season. Um, mm-hmm. You know, everywhere is going out with all these awards. So um, the Razzies, you guys, you've heard of the Razzies. They give uh, things for the worst of, of movies and whatnot. Morbius, you know, led, led all categories. But so the Razzies this year nominated a 12-year-old actress for worst actress oh my god what do you guys think about this Um, i was like bullying that's what a lot of people said they actually have so just to be as journalistic as possible they have since rescinded it but not before you know a a lot of people spoke out saying this is terrible yeah it is terrible also how old are the razzies like this feels like something it seems like such (laughs) a dated this is like 2010 news i feel like this this stuff sucks like so i think that i think this actually gets to my whole point evan i think the razzies were dying and they needed the pr but here's my thing that the fact that they rescinded means they just i don't know they weren't like confident in their choice like i don't know i'm glad they rescinded like they shouldn't have done it at all but it's like oh my god what are you guys doing that you're like oh sorry we're gonna take it back now (laughs) Oh, man, if I were that girl, I'd be so embarrassed. That's so, yeah. so sad. That's yeah. very mean. They so, need to watch some Arthur, for sure. Yeah. They do, they do. Arthur could never. So people. I guess this begs the question, like, should the Razzies have an age limit? Like, what's too young? I think the Razzies That's... shouldn't exist. Evan's, yeah. Evan's in favor of abolishing them as a whole. Yeah. But when Morbius wins five Razzies, you can't tell me you're going to be happy about that? I am astonished that, like, I haven't thought about the Razzies until this thing Until I brought up. Like, it up just now. Yeah, it sounds like a thing for, like, 45-year-old edgelords, like, on a forum yeah. somewhere. Like, Good point. I don't know. Oh, I thought that was uh, insane. And, I just literally was, like, uh, very confused when I saw yeah. that. I was like, why would you do that And to that is coming from someone who is very comfortably being a hater online. But, like, yeah. I don't make this that, like, my whole personality. But, um... 
it just made me think of like uh, a recent child actor's performance that I actually really enjoyed. Um, have you guys watched the Matilda musical on Netflix? I haven't, but I've heard it's really good. I heard it was Amazing. really good too. The dance numbers are awesome. The, the little Matilda, uh, I don't know the actress's name, but incredible voice. Emma Thompson as uh, Trun- Trunchbull. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's incredible. Highly recommend. Mm. Oh, I can't wait! I gotta watch. I used it. to love okay. Matilda back in the day. It's one of those, and I know it is a storybook, but it's like it's one of those things. Like Arthur, it felt like it feels like a like a like a storybook. Do you got any other ones? I'm still looking it up. So the Ryan Kira Armstrong was her name. I was gonna leave her name out of it, but she was in Firestarter this year, which I didn't end up seeing. I don't even. Um, I don't know what that is. I don't either. She uh, also was in Black Widow, but I can't picture a child in Black Widow. I wasn't hmm. a crazy fan of that movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It wasn't. But that's the other thing is it wasn't like a prominent. Like I don't know. It wasn't like something. Everyone was like, "Oh yeah, that child actor was bad." Like I don't even know a ton of people saw the Firestarter remake. So, mm-hmm. is what it is. So Drew Barrymore, who was uh, the original in the original Firestarter, she came out and was like, "This is absolutely terrible of the Razzies to do." Oh, that's so sweet of Drew yeah. Barrymore. Yeah. Drew yeah. Barrymore. I mean, what America's sweetheart now? She's got her show. Yeah. And I feel like every time I see a clip of her. One, she's like having the, the time of her life, and two, it's like so enjoyable to watch. Like I love Drew Barrymore. She seems like so kind and delightful. If yeah. I, mm-hmm. that's like she's one of those people where I'm like, if she ever is actually bad, like don't tell me. Like yeah. I don't want to know. <laughs> Please don't you, even fill me in. Have you seen yeah. the the clip of her with uh, uh, Aubrey Plaza? Yes. No. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. So you know, know how like Aubrey Plaza has this thing where she like really frazzles um uh like talk show hosts or like daytime yeah, yeah. tv she's got a hosts. stick drew barrymore was super effective at like handling it and like rolling with the ball like so they yeah. had this whole bit where she like they're like going back and forth Aubrey plaza's like i want you to be my mommy oh like coddle <laughs> me like just being weird and, and like drew barrymore's like oh i would just tuck you and then like it's <laughs> it's pretty funny like <laughs> it's like really good because she does so it expertly sweet. and it's like something that uh, no one I, I haven't seen any other like talk show hosts do so uh remarkable um talk show host wow incredible yeah, yeah. we've talked a little about this but um justin roiland of rick and morty and solar opposites um under his domestic abuse charges has been fired from both shows where he voices the main leads so they are just going to be recasting those leads. Um, now, while I think it is a very good idea that they are uh, firing him and removing him, it is wild to me that two different popular animated shows are just like, yeah, we'll replace our leads. Don't even care. I like the change I'm seeing in Hollywood, I guess is what I'm getting at. I hope this is like a reset for like the Rick and Mortyfication of all adult animation. Like, I feel like that's been the, know, the trend can... for the yeah. past. It's yeah. A, it can be a... Yeah. A new era. They all look visually very similar. Yeah. Yes. We yeah. we usually talk about like joke style and pacing of the show, yeah. but you're right. Visually, they do. A lot of them look similar the same as well. Yeah. I really want more adult animation that is like um, like Studio Ghibli almost, like like wholesome but thoughtful and very deep. And so like yeah. adult topics, but not because it's raunchy. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, I was like, man, I, I wish they would make more shows like that, but I've, I feel like it's hard to come by. Hard yeah. To come by. yeah. It'll swing. It's always a pendulum, in my opinion. People are into yeah, it now. Yeah. It'll swing the other way. Like, we just saw Apple TV is releasing a, a new animated series called Shape Island. And Ooh. it looks very, like, wholesome it, like and, like, cute and, like, fun. And so, like, I have high hopes for it, but 
I honestly don't know. It either could be like the most boring thing in the world or like really great. They're <laughs> yeah. also doing yeah, yeah. Uh, Apple TV Plus is also doing a Frog and Toad. Frog and Toad is so yeah. I'm so excited. That'll be yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, that'll be great. Do you have any more news, Alex? No, I'm I'm gonna yeah. What else news you have? I'm I'm out. Unfortunately, I, I think I'm gonna have to embarrass myself, but I, oh, I okay, um, yeah, go for it. I figured while we have Karen Chi, a late night writer mm-hmm. on the show, I would try my hand at reading some headlines in the style of a monologue joke. So let's oh, no. say we're yeah. pitching pitching yeah. uh, uh, stories for Buster's late night show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm gonna. So you're reading headlines from Elwood City. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, these are not. real headlines. Just <laughs> okay. And uh, Karen, give me your feedback yeah. one way or the other. Be, be as brutally honest. We're going to grade him. Yeah, we're going to grade yeah. him live on air. Oh, God, I'm going to regret this. Okay. Uh, Call Me By Your Name releases on Netflix February 1st. Also coming to Netflix in February, millions of Americans. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, great, great. I no, like that. Good. It was that's good. good. No, Evan, it was no, good. No. It was good. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. A buster would be so lucky. Yes. Yeah. All right, all right. I need to compose myself. Um, Michael B. Jordan says his fights in Creed 3 have a Japanese anime influence. So I'm personally looking forward to a lot of filler followed by three episodes of Powering Up before they throw a single punch. Is that, uh, that's that's, that's too niche. That's great. That's like no, that's no, great. it's well, yeah, you got to know anime in order to get that one, but it's good. You can also make a joke about how, like, the way his mouth moves and the stuff he says yeah, while being in sync. <laughs> that's that yeah. is good. But that's, that's See, great. These are both already. very good. Yeah. yeah. Right, <laughs> la- last one uh, Avatar The Way of Water has become the fourth highest grossing film of all time, passing The Force Awakens, another movie famously beloved for its very original plot and portrayal of minorities. <laughs> G- great. These are all good. There you go. Listen, that was the one, Evan. Hired. That was you. good. Awesome. Yeah. You're hired. You're staffed. You're paid. Awesome. <laughs> that was good. Yep. <laughs> also known for its original. Um, I didn't realize Force Awakens. Honestly, I didn't realize Force Awakens did as well at the box office till I saw that headline. Oh. <sighs> All right. Well, um, thank you for uh, indulging me on that, uh, yeah. Karen. Thank you for coming onto the podcast to preach the gospel of arthur it has <laughs> yes. been amazing where can our listeners find you what are you working on what's going on in your life uh, uh yeah let us know oh man um they can find me on twitter and instagram at karen g with an extra e and uh i'm just i'm working on myself i'm trying to be a better person <laughs> hey that's arthur yeah. would love that that's amazing thank right? you guys for having me this was yeah. truly so fun no, of mm-hmm. course, really. Thank you so much for coming. We had a blast, and like I said, it was, uh, it was so nice to revisit this, and it was great meeting you too. This was this was a real fun time. So, uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please, we have a ton more episodes you can check out on Apple, Spotify. Also, we're on YouTube. Please go subscribe on YouTube. We got a lot of great videos that are coming up there now. Um, if you are on social media, please follow us at Two Dudes Watch Cartoons on both Instagram and TikTok. If you're on Twitter, we are just at Two Dudes Watch. And uh, if you're on Apple, you know, please leave us a rate and uh, review. We uh, appreciate it. It always helps people find the podcast. But uh, once again, thank you for joining us. That'll do it for this episode of Two Dudes Watch Cartoons. We will catch you next time. <laughs> this is like the chance version. At the end. That's so good. It's beautiful. <laughs>